What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman, and this is Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast presents Spin-Off Series Thursdays. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman. Y'all host of Mr. Gentleman, like that podcast, and this week's sponsorship is from Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in ever on the internet, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from top you choose, start playing, start strolling, and start listening. You can follow any topics as you simply as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, even for the Kardashians. It will find you on the latest article and you read them to you out loud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, is on there as well. Yes, it is. Shout out to Newsy for that. I thought using it as a as my default podcast app. Download and use Newsly for free from now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. Use the promo code, Mr. Gentleman, that I will also put in the description. And receive one more free premium subscription. So you already know, y'all. Download Newsly now. Check it out. Support them, y'all. This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman. Y'all host of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast. And enjoy the show. You are now listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast presents. A conversation about music podcasts. Choo! Hello, everybody. This is your boy Ken. A.K.A. Mr. Gentleman, one-fourth of the Premier Boys Podcast, and your host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And welcome to another new episode of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Presents, a conversation about music podcasts, a part of spinoff series Thursdays. And y'all can check out this show every first Thursday at 12 p.m. And on this episode, we will be discussing my favorite albums. We're going to dive into some albums that I love. And just a little short disclaimer, this is not for the best album. This is for an album that I love personally, where I can listen to them anytime I want. So y'all already know what to do. Sit back, relax, and I'll be right back.
This is your girl, Ange, and you are listening to the Magenta Lifestyle Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, and I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this commercial break is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. On oh, Mr. Gentleman, Lifestyle Pocket, we interview many guests about their life journey, pretty much where they come from, and where they're at now. Also, promoting their brands or whatever they're doing at the time they come on the show. We also have the host talk about personal stories about himself and everything that he's been through. And also, we have fun conversation about anything music, anything old school, relationships, wrestling, and many more. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Pocket every Sundays at 12 a.m. We are also on every Thursdays at 12 a.m. for Spin-Up Series Thursdays, where we have all of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Pocket Spin-Up Series all in one day, where we have a conversation about music podcasts every first Thursday at 12 a.m., the old school show with myself and the star riding ride every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. And we have Date Night Talk Podcast with myself and Miss Vanna B every second and third Thursday at 12 a.m. And y'all can tune in to the gentleman like that podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music, The Pods, and many more. Or y'all can check it out on the official website. I'm Mr. Gentleman, Lifestyle Podcast, www.realmrgentlemanlifestylepocket.com, www.realmrgentlemanlifestylepocket.com, and tune in every Sundays and Thursdays at 12 a.m. for Mr. Gentleman, Lifestyle Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in to this commercial break of Mr. Gentleman, Lifestyle Podcast. Back to your regularly scheduled program. I am Jimmy Uriah Star, and you are listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And at this time, the time that we're going to discuss my favorite albums and I did this type of episode before a long time ago on the old school show of course myself the star rider ride and our special guest Magna Marsha but I wanted to do it on this show you know cause this is more about me and this is more about you know the music that I love and you know um, first thing first what was the first album that I ever brought with my money? So my first album that I ever brought was the Neptune Present the Clones. And why would that be my first album that I officially brought? I brought this album because, like, I was a big Neptune fan back in the day, you know, Pharrell and Chad, you know. And when I found out they were, that they were making an album... I was like, oh, snap. Then I heard the first single off that album, which was Frontin'. 
feature Jay Z. And when I heard that, I was like, yo, I can't wait for this. Yo, and that Pharrell singing? What? I was hyped when I first heard, you know, saw Frontin' for the first time, heard Frontin' for the first time. And then they came out with um, Buster Rhymes, like, your ass on fire. I like, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I definitely, I definitely gotta get this album. So I remember it was like a couple of weeks before I was going to ninth grade, Paul Robeson High School. And I decided to pick up the album, and I'm like, yo, and I gotta hold you. I really love this album. And even to this day, I heard it, I listened, I re listened to the album recently. It sounds way better than when I heard it back then. My favorite song off this album, of course, Front End, of course, The Clips, Blaze of Glory, Nelly If, and many more. This was an amazing album, you know. It was a pretty dope, you know, no work. And yeah, that was my first album that I brought. So now we're going to dive into my top 10 favorite rap album and my top 10 favorite R&B album. And I have, I'm going to put the disclaimer again. This is not based on the best albums. This is based on my favorite album. Albums where I could really listen to, like, from the full body of work. So I know it could be many things that I'm, on this list that I'm not going to have. And the reason why I didn't have certain album because either I didn't hear the full body work, I heard singles, but I didn't hear their full body work, or I just didn't enjoy the, the full body work like I enjoy these. So I'm gonna start with t- number ten, and number ten, you know, um, this was this dude's third album, and this was a fun album that he, he came out with, and the album I got is Nelly. Sweatsuit, and I got this for my number 10 because when I saw the concept of this album, I was pretty much hooked. You know, you know, when you got one side sweat where he got the pretty much the turn up songs, then you got the other side with suits, which was the grown and sexy side, and you know, and that really drove me in because I brought both, I brought both sweatsuit. And you put it together and you got, you know, Nelly Face. And this was a really dope album when I first got it, you know, back in two, 2004. You know, it was a really dope album. Um, so my favorite song off this album was Flap Your Wings, which was produced by Neptunes. Na Na Na, which was produced by J.D. Faye. And Spider-Man. And for the suit side was My Place, featured Jaheen. Play It All features Pharrell and She Don't Know My Name features Stu Dog and Ron Isley from the Isley Brothers. So here a gentleman fun fact. My Place was sampled by Teddy Pendergrass Come in, Come On and Go With Me. And I think She Know My Name and a sample for something else, but I can't think of what it is right now. But that is my number 10 favorite album that I listen to, I can always listen to. Number nine is Drake Take Care, which was the release date was 2011. And this was Drake's second studio album. And this, and I can honestly say, Take Care, in my opinion, was probably Drake's best album. It had many songs 
off this album was really dope. He had MIDI collabs off this album, like Andre 3000, of course Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, Stevie Wonder, which I would get to the song with Stevie Wonder in a few, The Weeknd and many more. And you know, for a sophomore album, this was a pretty dope album for Drake. You know, Take Care. And don't forget, Rihanna was also on the, the title track as well. My favorite songs off this album was Shot For Me, Cruel Love, Feature The Weeknd, and Doing It Wrong. So, Mr. Gentleman, fun fact. Shot For Me is a sample from SWV Anything. You just have to really listen closely at the end of the song. And y'all would hear the SWV sample voice toward the end of the song. And yeah, you just gotta hear it really clear. Another legitimate fun fact, Stevie Wonder was on Doing It Wrong. He played a harmonica on that song at the end of, at the, end of the song. So my number eight favorite album, hip-hop albums, I got is J. Cole, 2014 Forest Hill. And of course, this album came out in 2014. And this album is only one of my favorite J. Cole albums. I believe this was a surprise release album. For it to be a surprise release, it did really good. Honestly, this this album had no skips. This album had no skips. And fun fact, this album had no features and it went number one. That's amazing. Not a lot of albums could do that. And I feel like J. Cole, you know, was one is one of the best rappers that came out in the in the 2010 era. So my favorite song off this album is A Tale of Two Cities, No Role Model, and Apparently. So my number seven, it is a number um, double album. You know, this album came out in 2003. And we got Outkast, Speaker Box, and Love Below. So this one album, I definitely brought this album. I brought this album. And what drew me into Speaker Box and Love Low when I first heard the two songs of this album. The way the way you move and hey ya. And I got a lot. Both albums was really dope, but for some reason I loved the Love Low way more. There was something about you know, street decks, you know, that, that was just a piece of, it was just a, a masterpiece in my opinion, man. It just, it was the story behind, you know, the characters and stuff on his album, which is amazing. And, you know, even though Speaker Box is pretty dope as well, The Love Below was an amazing album. Now, I can look through the two The Love Below to the day. And after waiting for that official solo Andre 2000 album, man. We 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 we, we waiting street that we are waiting, man. We are waiting. And I wait for a reunion with Outcast. Period. Like Outcast, y'all need to do a versus or a reunion album or something. We need we need something for Outcast for real. With both of them together, Big Boy and Andre 2000 together. So my favorite song of Speaker Box, I got Ghetto Music, which fun fact, Patty Labelle. With the original sample of of that song, 
no song. I just want you to know how I feel. Yeah, that's Taylor Bell right there. Um, Bowtie, which would play on the movie Adderall, featured Outcast. And of course, The Way You Move featured Sleepy Brown. And for The Love Below, Prototype. I ain't gonna lie, that is just a beautiful song, man. Prototype is a beautiful song, like G. Louise. She Live On My Lap, which was also played on Adderall and Spread. So my number six album that I can listen to all the time, which is my favorite album, is 50 Cent First Official Album, Get Rich or Die Trying. It came out in 2003. So um, I didn't buy this album, but I heard it when, when I was in high school from a friend. And of course, you know, every song off this album was pretty dope. I mean, of course, there's a few songs that I can't listen to all the time. But 50, you know, honestly, 51st album has always been his best album. Like, I feel like nothing could top Get Rich Start Trying. Even to this day, nothing could top Get Rich Start Trying. I mean, even though The Massacre was good, but it wasn't my favorite. And I actually brought The Massacre. <laughs> but but I should have brought um, Give Rich Die Trying because this was an amazing album and I gotta lie so my favorite song off this album is 21 Questions featured Nate, Nate Dogg you know Recipe Nate Dogg Heat and If I Can and of course you know two years later they came up with a Get Rich Die Trying movie there you go so my number five I got Jay-Z, The Blueprint, which came out on September 11th, 2001. I remember this, for the simple fact, this album did come out September 11th. And my father brought the boule off this album. But the thing about it was, you know, in my house when I was younger, I couldn't listen to a lot of albums with curses on it. So, like, when my father found out that this album had curses on it, <laughs> we had to take it away. And I was really, you know, disappointed in that, you know, and stuff like that. But from the time I heard the blueprint, it was, it was, it's was, it was my second favorite Jay-Z album. I do got a first Jay-Z album on the list, but when we get to that, we get to that. But this was my second favorite Jay-Z album. This was a pretty dope album as well. And, and you know, this is a cool album. And, of course... Um, the Blueprint can have two other two other sequels to it. We had the Blueprint 2, which had one of my favorite songs called the Blueprint 2, Excuse Me, Miss. And we had the Blueprint 3, which had a couple of my favorite songs, like Reminder and Already Home with Kid Cudi and Star Wars Born with J. Cole and many more. So what was our favorite song off the Blueprint? So Heart of the City. You know, that's like a that like a theme song to my life. Uh, you know, I love that song. Heart of the City is a sample. I forgot the artist's name, but the song is on the same title. Heart of the, ain't, ain't no love in the heart of the city. I can't remember the artist's name at the moment, but yeah. The second um, song was "You Don't Know," and the third song is "Song Cry." So my number four favorite album. So, this album right here, man, um, 
a lot of people would say this was his one of his best album he ever put out with ever put out and I'm not gonna lie this album was a really amazing album man like after the last album that he put out with during this time people didn't understand his last album but when he put out, when he, when this artist Kanye West came out with my dark twisted fantasy I'm not even gonna lie this album was a game changer for real was this my favorite Kanye album even though this is my top two favorite Kanye albums, actually, I do got a number one Kanye favorite Kanye album on the list. But but now nah, my thoughts to this fantasy was something different. You know, um, it was an amazing piece of work. Like every song off this album was was pretty much wild. You know, Kanye stepped his game up heavy. And I, and you know this album is an album that I could listen to a whole lot. They also came out with a movie, like a little, I mean, like a little short movie that came with the, it came with the album. And yeah, my thoughts is fantasy. So my favorite song off this album is Dark Fantasy, Soul of Paul, which would feature Jay Z, RZA, Swiss Beats. Shatee, Saha the Prince, and All of the Lights were featured 16 artists, just to name a few, Kikuddy, Rihanna, Fergie, um, Elton John, The Dreams, Alicia Keys, Drake was, Drake was on it at one point, but then his verse got scrapped, and then he got added to the remix. Yeah, it was a lot, it was a lot of people on All of the Lights, and I felt like all of the lights deserve more credit because that was an amazing song, yo. I, I love, I love that song, man. Like for real, I love that song. Fun fact: um, Dark Fantasy had Tiana Taylor on the hook of that song, and I believe that's the only fun. Oh, actually, I got no line. I do got another fun fact. Before this album was released. Kanye came out with a series called Good Friday, where every Friday he used to come out with, with like, promo, I guess you could say promoting um, t- um, tracks. Some other promoting tracks got on the album, like Devil in the Blue Dress, which was a promoter track, then added it on the album with Rick Ross on it. So Paul was a, a part of the Good Friday lineup, which got added on the album Monster. Which to the day that Nicki Minaj first though, geez Louise, that she she hmm, geez Louise you Nicki, that was also a part of Good Friday, and was added on the album. No, I think that's it. That that's it. I think that's all the song that was on from the Good Friday. But yeah, my thoughts to the fancy, amazing album. They also had a Chris Chris Rock featured on this album as well. Shout out shout out to the cousin. Next we got. For number three, we got Nas Elmatic, which was released in 1994. And this is Nas' first album. Um, amazing piece of work. You know, definitely a classic. One of my favorite Nas albums. Also, along with um, Life is Good, it was another Nas album that I love. And that's another Nas album that um, I really enjoy. But Elmatic is a really dope album. My favorite song off of Elmatic, The World Is Yours, 
New York, New York state of mind. And it, it ain't hard to tell which fun fact, which is a human nature sample. I'm not gonna lie, human nature had a lot of samples. <laughs> a whole lot of samples. From Ain't Hard to Tell, She Ain't You, and um SWV right here. And I know I know it's many more, but those are the three that I can think of right now. So my number two is the second Kanye West album that I got on this list and my favorite Kanye West album ever, Graduation. And I remember Graduation because every song that was put out on this album was just, wow. You know, um, this was one album that had no skips. Everything on this album, I really love everything on this album. I remember seeing Kanye West for the first time when Graduation was released, when they had that whole Kanye versus 50 Cent. You know, Kanye had um, Graduation, 50 Cent had Curtis, and it was the battle of uh, battle of the albums, and it was pretty much to see who had who had the highest selling album. And we and I remember me and the Bros, um, Aaron Quinto Sands and the Bro Germs, we went to 14th Street. You know, we did to 14th Street to chilling. Like they know. It was with the time when Virgins Records threw it there. You know, Recipe the Virgins. And we was in Union Square chilling. Like, you know, we see Kanye West there. We see Kanye West um, went was well, across the street from the Virgin Megastore. And usually we go to Virgin on a regular day just to go look around and stuff like that. Because there used to be a hangout spot. It was one day where we could, they said we couldn't go inside one day. Because Kanye West going to be here. And we were like, oh, snap. I remember that they gave us those... Um, Yo, Kanye shave, the Kanye shave with the with the the lines in it, and we see Kanye. He key came outside. He stand on top of a car. He performing a couple of songs off the graduation, and I ain't go high. I ain't go high at that time. I was like, I was a big Kanye fan at the time. So it was like seeing him during that time period was just you know just amazing. Even though it was a close up, but it was it was amazing during that time and to witness that you know. And then I didn't see Kanye again years later on um, 23rd Street. It was a free concert on 23rd Street. And we, me and King Tok Sands were just walking randomly. And we see a big crowd. Like, you know, we asked you know, the people, yo, what's going on here? They're like, yo, Kanye West, free Kanye West concert here. I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> so we randomly just went and we just chilled. You know, Kanye performed like a good six, seven songs. Stuff like that. I think it was promoting um which album is I think which album came out around that time. Was it Life of Pablo? I think it was Life of Pablo. Is Life of Pablo um came out around that time. I think he was getting ready for that album, but yeah, man, um graduation, my favorite Kanye West album, number two on this list, my favorite song off graduation, I wonder, can't tell me nothing, and flashing lights. And yeah. And my number one favorite rap album is Jay-Z, The Black Album. And when I heard this album, man, when I, when I, I, I remember this because um, I was listening to Hot 97, and he would talk about, you know, The Black Album will be his last album. And I was like, what? And stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, I got to buy this album and stuff like that. So I, you know, when the album was released, I went to this record store that was on um, on Notion. It's not there no more, but I used to buy a lot of my records there. And I brought the Black Album. And this was an amazing 
album. This is one of my favorite Jay Z albums. You know, dope body of work. Every song off this album I could listen to, no skips. Yeah, the Black Album definitely was an amazing album. Um, shout out to Rick Rubin, Timberland, you know, all you know, Dr. Dre, everybody who was on this album. They killed, they killed the production on this album for real. Kanye, you know, yeah. My three favorite songs off this album: "Dirt Off Your Shoulders," produced by Timberland, "Encore," produced by Kanye West, that had John Legend on the background singing vocals. This was way before John Legend even did his album and stuff like that. And Nine Not Problem with Rick Rubin. So yeah, um, the Black Album, really amazing album. And those are my favorite rap albums. So now I'm going to do my favorite 10 R&B albums. So my number 10 is, you know, this artist, he from Bad Boys. This was his second album off Bad Boys. This album came out in 2003. I got Carl Thomas. Let's talk about it. And, you know, this album was so slept on. It, it's not funny. You know, um, this album was pretty dope. I feel like the album deserved way more credit. Because this was a really dope album. I you know um, Carl Thomas is my guy. I feel like he won R&B artists that do not get enough credit at all. He don't get enough credit at all. He went hard that he deserved more credit, and let's talk about it. Um, fun fact that the original title before they changed it to "Let's Talk About It" was "Rebound." Rebound was um, supposed to be the title, the album title, but he, they changed it to "Let's Talk About It." And this was his last album on Bad Boy before he went independent. So my three favorite songs of the album was "My First Love," which at the time, I dedicated to, you know, a girl that I'd be with. She is featured LL Cool J, which is a sample. If you know the song, Only you can make me happy. It, it's a sample of that song. And make it alright. So my number nine favorite albums, R&B album, we got Chris Brown fame. And Chris Brown fame, we could guess we could call this his comeback album. This was 2011. This was after the whole, the Heaven Rihanna situation. Because remember, the last album he came out with, the third album, Graffiti, did really bad because of, of well, you know, the, the whole Rihanna situation. By the way, which Graffiti was a really good album, by the way. But fame, though. This was his comeback album. His comeback album. And this album came out with many dope hits. It had Justin Bieber on the album. It had Ludacris on the album. The album had six singles off this album. No, um, this was a really dope album. And and I know I know right now it's a lot of talks of about this whole Chris Brown, Michael Jackson situation comparison right now. I spoke about this on my Michael Jackson episode, and I'm gonna say it here too. I feel like we all we all know that nobody can touch Michael Jackson at all ever. We all know that, but I feel like if Chris Brown was to continue his music journey without everything that he been through, everything that he done, 
I felt like he could have gotten really close. If he kept that, that Michael Jackson route, music route, instead of the new direction that he went now, I felt like he definitely could have been up there. I'm not saying he could take, take over Michael Jackson. I think nobody could take over that place. But I feel like Chris could definitely be in heavy conversation way more than he is now if he if his music didn't change the way it did you know so my favorite song off fame was no bs which was also on the mixtape he came out with i forgot the mixtape called all back and she ain't you which is a human nature sample and also um f3b sample so my number eight is brandy Never Say Never, which I heard this album years later. Like, I didn't hear it when it came out, because this album came out in 1998. I heard this years later um, when I got it on Spotify. And I'm upset that I didn't hear this album sooner, because this was a really dope album. This was basically one of my favorite Brandy's albums. And we all know if Brandy got a beautiful voice, beautiful voice, the, the, um, the voice gospel they call her but you know this album right here man this is a really dope album um favorite songs off this album have you ever almost does it count and put that on everything so my number seven we got rihanna good girl gone bad came out 2007 this was her third album and this is my favorite rihanna album like First thing first, can we shout out the Dream? Cause the Dream was all over this album, man. He he did he he killed it with the production of this album. Um, of course we had Timberland off this album. Neo was on this album. Justin Timberland was on this album. And Jay Z, of course Jay Z with Umbrella. But yeah, um, Good Girl Gone Bad. Um, my favorite Rihanna album to the day. And yeah, my favorite song off this album. Breaking Dishes, Rehab, and Sell Me Candy. My number six, you got Neo, Year of the Gentleman. This came out 2008. And even though Neo have a, another classic album called In My Own Words, which I love that album as well, Year of the Gentleman play a big part in my heart because that's how I got the name Mr. Gentleman. It was inspired by this album. And that's why it's one of the reasons why it's on this list because I felt like it represented me, you know, it represented me. And, you know, this is one of my favorite Neo albums. Um, really dope. The really dope third album. I believe it got a lot, it got, it got, it got charted, it got um, Grammy nominated, stuff like that. Neo had a hit with this one. Um, I know. Fabulous and Jamie Foxx was on this album with She On My Own, which was the Miss Independent Part 2. So, my favorite song off this album is So You Can't Cry, Why Does She Stay, and Mad. My number five, which this artist right here, you know, he's he more of a pop artist, but this album took the R&B route. We got Justin Timberlake, Future Sex Love Sound, which came out 2006. And, you know, this album got many genders, you know, um, pop, 
electric pop, rock, R&B, electric R&B. And I could say, like, this was just a Timberlake thriller. You know, um, this was a really great album. Everything off this album was really amazing. Shout out to Timberland, of course. Timberland went in. He went in on his album. Like, you know, um, yeah, this is one album that was definitely fire in the 2000s. Was it the best album in the 2000s? I got a, I got a way better album that came out in 2000. But this was a pretty dope album too. And also the person I talk about, they were comparing them together during this time. So my favorite song off this album was Damn Girl, featured Where I Am, until the end of time, which later featured Beyonce, and what goes around comes around. So my number four is now the other artist who has one of the best albums in the 2000s, Usher Confession, it came out in 2004. And, you know, Confession, this was Usher's thriller. Yeah, you know, Confession was just amazing. You know, um, what more can I say? Y'all already know, if y'all heard Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast, I talk about Confession literally almost like every time I do a music episode or or an old school show episode. Like, this is how good Confession was. And um, I remember um, I didn't buy the Confession the first time. Now, when, when Confession first came out, I didn't buy it the first time. But then when the deluxe version came out where they had um, Red Light, My Boo, um, Confession Remix and stuff, I, br- I brought it. I brought the special edition um, album for it. And it was, you know, this album, like I said, this album, no skips. Really amazing. Like I said, because the album is 2000. Um, my favorite songs of this album was Superstar, Confessions, and Can You Handle It? And fun fact, even even I even I thought this too. I'm not gonna even I thought this. We all thought that Confession was about Usher, but really Confession was about Jermaine Dupree. So makes it make make perfect sense. Especially with the whole Janet situation, so it makes perfect sense why it would be about Jermaine Dupree. So yeah, so my number three. Um, so everybody know that Michael Jackson is my favorite artist, but I have another artist that is my favorite after Michael Jackson, and I'm not sure if I've talked about him too much. I don't talk about. I don't think I talk about him that much, but Stevie Wonder. You know, um, I'm a big Stevie Wonder fan as well, and everything about Stevie Wonder, you know, always been amazing. You know, I always love his music. I always grew up. He also another artist that I grew up, and he got a lot of amazing albums. Trust me, it was a it was hard to pick which album was my favorite. But if I had to say one album that I love for Stevie Wonder, it would have to be the song on the key of life that came out in 1976. And, and you know, I heard the album a long time ago, but I had to re-listen to it recently. And it's crazy that so many of my favorite songs is off this album. Like, Stevie, have a masterpiece here. I remember a long time ago, I was watching the documentary of the song of the King, the song of the King of Life. And at the time I was watching it, I didn't know that this album was such a big deal. 
until I watched this documentary again a year later. And, you know, we listened to it. It really was a big deal. No, was it one of Stevie Wonder's best work? And this may be a way bigger Stevie Wonder fan than I know when I when, when I was when I first heard this album. So my favorite song off this album is "Is It She Lovely?" I wish and Sir Duke. And it's one thing that I really want. I really want a Stevie Wonder biopic. Um, we we need one. I feel like Stevie Wonder deserves flowers. He been killing it over the years. He wrote for many artists. Stevie Wonder wrote for many artists. This man deserves flowers. Give him his flowers while he's still here. Cause he's still here right now. And also, he is a fellow tourist. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Stevie Wonder, man. I love Stevie Wonder. You know, legend, legend. So my number two. Which is one of my favorite artists, you know, um, you know, or favorite artists right now. And the, the next two spots is based on my favorite artists. <laughs> based on my favorite artists, which is Michael Jackson. So my number two, I got off the wall at my number two. And I could have had Bad here. Bad it was also a major album, but I love Off the Wall way more. Like, every song of the Wolf was just amazing, you know. Um, everybody would say, like, oh, this is Michael Jackson's first solo album. But fun fact, this was not his first solo album. This was his fifth solo album. The first four solo albums was when he was a kid. And those were solo albums. And this was his fifth. Um, Y'all should listen to um, the Old School Show episode where I did about Michael Jackson on the highlight. And we took we dive into every Michael Jackson history. It was one amazing episode. Like I really dive into the history of Michael Jackson and everything of his music journey. Y'all should really listen to that episode, like for real. But yeah, off the wall, man, was just amazing. Um, um, shout out to Spike Lee. He came out with a documentary for Off the Wall, which he did his thing on that. Like he really did his thing on that. So my favorite song off the, off the wall is Rock With You, I Can't Help It, and Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Um, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough was written by Michael Jackson. I Can't Help It was written by Stevie Wonder. So there you go. And my number one, of course, this probably will be no-brainer. It's Michael Jackson again, and this is pretty much no-brainer. Striller. To this day, this is still one of the biggest albums of our time. I, I do feel that no artist can compare to this man. No artist can compare to Michael. Like, not at all. No, Thriller is, is do a piece of work. It's do a, a masterpiece. Every song, no skips. It's amazing. Every song, is no skips. amazing. Y'all should check out my um, Thriller 40th anniversary episode with me and Lola Chief Mali Mao that came out last season of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. Yeah, check it, check it out, y'all. My favorite song of Thriller was PYT, which, fun fact, had Janet and Latoya Jackson on the background vocals. Home and Nature, which was written by the, the guys from Toto, Toto, 
cool you need. If y'all know the song like Georgie Porgy in Africa, he wrote um Human Nature. And the lady in my life, which honestly probably one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs ever. It's such an amazing song. And yeah, those are my favorite albums. My favorite rap and RB albums. And I do got some honorable mentions that, you know, um, that could fit, that I love. Uh, one is Alicia Keys, Diary Alicia Keys, which got um, You Don't Know My Name and She Ain't Got You. Ryan Leslie self-titled, which has Diamond Girl, Gibberish, Addiction. Um, Ryan Leslie, um, Less Is More, which which is one album that, you know, um, I love. You know, um, Glory, Black Flag, Maybach Diamond, Lovin' and Mountain. I'm ready for Ryan Les coming out with a new album. I believe he do have a new album. I'm waiting, my guy. Also, we got Bobby Bartino, self-titled, which was probably also another sleeper R&B album that I feel like everybody should listen to. Like... This this is a really dope album. Y'all should really check out Bobby Valentino. Self-titled. Um, Beyonce first album, Dangerly in Love. I gotta add that my honorable mention. Um, I gotta I gotta I gotta admit Beyonce had a, a really dope album in that first album. And stuff like that. Um, Missy Hustle, Victory Lap. Um, I know the story about this was um, I didn't hear Nissy Hustle album until he died. I remember when I was working at New York Company and my and my manager, she, she knew that I always used to listen to music in the, at work and stuff like that because well, that's how I get my work done. And she told me, you should listen to that Nissy Hustle album. The thing was, I knew about Nissy Hustle. I knew about him for a very long time. I just didn't listen to his music heavily at the time. So when I heard what she told me about he had a new album and stuff like that, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to it. And then next you know, the Grammys happened. And he was robbed for best hip-hop album over Cardi B. Yeah. We don't say, we don't say much about that name here, but yeah. And then I believe a couple months later, he died. You know, he was killed and stuff like that. So after he died, I thought I listened to that to Victory Lap. And I'm really upset that I did not hear that album sooner. You know, that was one album that I wish I did hear sooner because it was an amazing album. You know, um this is like a perfect example where y'all should always cherish somebody what I did to hear and stuff like that, you know. And yeah, Victory Lap was an amazing album too. Love it that, you know, um Bad, Michael Jackson Bad. Also, my honorable mention, of course. The thing about Bad, even though I love Stula as an album, Bad had way better singles to me. Like, every single that Bad came out with was really dope. You know, um, my favorite song of Bad was Liberian Girl, um, Smooth Criminal, Bad, which, <laughs> if y'all know the story about Bad, Prince was really supposed to be, Prince was originally supposed to be on Bad, but, but, Prince didn't want to do it because he didn't want to say your butt is mine <laughs> and then that way they had their long history I, I love hearing that story 
and stuff like that because people were saying that they had beef but I, I didn't see it that way I felt like they had a friendly competition I felt like people would always try to pin them to against each other just like how everything in the music industry is now like they're trying to pin Nicki and Cardi or um, Christian Usher Chris Brown and Usher and and many other artists they, they try to do that with you know um but yeah, Michael Jackson bad. You know, I could go, I could speak on and on when it comes to albums because I listen to a lot of music. Hey, y'all know me, I love music. You know, um, so I listen to a lot of albums. I brought a lot of albums. I got, I got a crate full of albums, some with real and some with like mixtapes. So yeah, music is my life, man. And I'm happy that I wanted to bring this episode. I want to do a little fun episode, you know, and stuff like that. Hopefully, um. Y'all like the list that I came up? And yeah, thank y'all and we'll be right back. Hello everybody, this is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gemini with the Gentleman Like the Podcast and the Premier Boy Podcast. And Nick Commercial is brought to you by the Premier Boy Podcast. Where four people do where we talk about anything about the culture, you know, host by myself, Ken, I came to gentleman, Mr. Aaron Sands from King Topic Aaron Sands, the Star Riding Ride, who is also my co-host of the Old School Show, and Long Live the Chief Nally Bell. And we talk many topics from politics, music, sex, love, relationships, and many more. And also every topic that's going on in the news right now, many of our topics are very controversial and the podcast show might not be for everybody because we talk about many explicit content and yeah. So if y'all decided to check out the show, y'all be one because y'all might need a drink or two. And yeah, because this podcast is so crazy. I shocked they had not got canceled yet. So if y'all looking forward to look to the premiere podcast, check it out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Our Heart Radio, and many more. Each and every Wednesday at 12 a.m. You can check out the Premier Podcast with myself, Mr. Aaron Sands, Star Riding Rod, and Long Little Chief Miley Mal. This is your boy Ken, aka McGemin. Have a good day and night wherever you're listening to this episode. Now back to the show. I just want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning into the latest episode of Mr. Gentleman Light Up Pocket Presents, a conversation about music podcasts, a part of Spinoff Series Thursdays. Y'all already know you where y'all can catch Mr. Gentleman Light Up Podcast every Sundays for main series at 12 a.m. and every Thursdays for Spinoff Series Thursdays where we have shows like A Conversation about music podcast every first Thursday at 12 p.m. They, they talk podcast with myself and Miss Bana B every second and third Thursday at 12 p.m. And the old school show with myself and the Star Riding Ride every fourth Thursday at 12 p.m. Y'all can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, our Radio, Amazon Music, Pods, and many more. Y'all can rate the show. Five star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, Pod Chases. The more y'all rate the show, the more people know about Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Y'all can also check me out on the 
Mere Boys Podcast with myself, Aaron Quito Sands, the star writer ride, and long live the chief Mighty Mel. Season four of the Premier Boys Podcast coming soon. Y'all can also check out other shows from the Premier Poppers. King Talk with Aaron Sands, hosted by Aaron King Talk Sands. Every Fridays at 12 p.m. Star Time Podcast, hosted by the Star Friday Ride. Season 2, coming soon. And the Trilogy Podcast, hosted by Lone Live the Chief, Molly Mao. Series premiere, coming soon. Check out all shows from the Premier Podverse Network. If you want to be a guest on... With the gentleman, Lights Up Podcast presents a conversation about music podcasts. If you're an artist in the music industry, if you love music, send me a bio about yourself and everything that you do to my email, kenypgent at gmail.com, or hit me up on social media, ken underscore Mr. Gentleman. I repeat, ken, K E N underscore Mr. M R Gentleman, G E N. T-O-E-M-A-N and y'all can set something up. Add me on Good Pods, Ken with the gentleman. Y'all already know Good Pods caters to many independent podcasters. We can listen to each other's show. We see what everybody listens to and we have the charts. And at this time, it's time for Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Achievements where we spotlight everything Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast is doing. Whether it's the charts, articles, or, or breaking news about Mr. Gentleman, like that podcast. And right now, we got, we are back on the Good Pod charts. So, right now, for Top 100 Shows, Mr. Gentleman, like that podcast, is number eight on the normal charts. And we are number six on the indie charts. For Sighting Culture, we are back at number one. For two days on the Society and Culture chart, and for top 100 episodes, we are number five for normal and any chart for the episode 125 Break Over, which is the season seven premiere of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. I just want to say thank y'all for continue to listen to Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. Thank you for showing love, and it really means a lot. And yeah, thank y'all, man. Happy to be back. And I thank y'all. And check out the official website of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. www.realmrgentlemanlikethepocket.com Y'all can check out every episode of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. Y'all can watch every video of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. You can check out every guest that came on my show. All 62 guests. You gotta check out every guest appearance that I've been doing. The things about us, Questgasm, Charles Talk Talkback, and many more. And y'all can also buy merch. Just look up um, at tpublic.com and search for Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast store, or y'all can buy merch through the website. It would mean a lot if y'all does buy merch, but if you don't, Support Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast the best way that you can. And check out the website, www.realmrgentlemanlikethepocket.com. 
and thank y'all for tuning in to the latest episode of Mr. Shinneman Lifetime Podcast Presents a conversation about music podcast. This Sunday, we have a new episode of Mr. Shinneman Lifetime Podcast with special guest Jalen back on the show for our top 20 countdown show. And also, we are on the road to 200 episodes. We almost there. And yeah, thank you everybody. Have a good day or night wherever you're listening to this episode. Hi, my name is B-Wise and you are listening to Mr. Gentleman's Lifestyle Podcast.